welcome. Did did you were what? you privy to the story about um, when we had? Um, oh, welcome to what I've, I'm Gareth Richard. How did you not finish that sentence? You got that's like the most ADHD thing I've ever seen you <laughs> do, really. Because what I did, I did a clap for no reason because don't need to sink anything. But it's just like a, just why not? And it made me think. We had uh, Mitch Feierstein in here um, filming, and so we interviewed him for the show. And then he went into the green room, um, sorry, the green screen room, and Gabe did like a, a proper, you know, like a little part, you know, few part series with him about sort of financial um, implications and what the way we find uh, what we found ourselves in in terms of that. Anyway, he he just had rotator cuff surgery, right? Like his whole shoulder. So he's, you know this story, don't you? So he's got his hand up in his sling. And Gabe goes, if you could just give us a, a clap. <laughs> and it just amuses me. I edited this. Just looked at him going. <laughs> you watched the footage and I nearly kept it because I edited this, that series. And it was so funny. But what is even funny, like even funny, because I didn't know the backstory. I thought he'd had a um, a stroke or Bell's like palsy or something. Yeah. So I'm laughing even more thinking, oh, my God, Gabe, because it's such a Gabe thing to do. Gabe's a beautiful man. We'll put a picture up of Gabe now. Um, yeah. Matt but... and Goat. Equal, yeah, you can climb up some some slated hills. Tell you what, them calves. But yeah, he he, that was brilliant. It was the way Mitch went and looked at him and went with what, and he went like that. <laughs> oh, I have to I show it. you the clip. It's brilliant. I love stuff like that. Just <clears throat> just things that are just completely innocent, and yeah, brilliant. Anyway, um, this is sponsored by Supreme CBD. Head over to supremecbd.uk and use the code WTAF, and you get forty percent off all those products there that you can really enjoy yourself with. You can also get a WhatsApp mug. You can. But not from yeah. there. No. Not from there. Not from there. From the website. From the website, which is? WhatsApppodcast.co.uk. Gareth's got his own name on his mug in case he gets confused. I know, I know. I didn't. This, these were gifts. Um, it wasn't, you know, I'm not that up my own arse. Have you, um like, I don't know why we're talking about mugs here, but yeah, when I come into the office... I get a little bit anxious about using someone else's mug, like I'm being a bit rude. That's how British I am. So. I use everyone's. I'm not bothered. No. I'm not bothered. I, I remember... I just feel bad. Whenever I think of, of mugs, I think of um, being in a meeting with my former manager when I was a musician with um, another manager of another organisation um, in a negotiation, and he said, these are ears, not andals. And I didn't understand what he was on about for a minute, but they did. And he was saying, I'm not a mug. Right, I, okay, yeah. I like that. You would have I mean, gone, imagine not knowing, you would have gone. I'm just going to let him talk. But so is he, you all right? But yeah, I thought that was good. I like that. These yeah. are his, not Andal's. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a mug. I'm not a mug. Um, and speaking of that, Matt, some of the what him nonsense that's being uh, trying to pushed, pushed, trying to be pushed across our conspiracy table at the moment is amazing my favorite let's start off with aliens are finally finally about to arrive Whew. they were just waiting for musk to take over twitter weren't they that's why they didn't come before yeah well he's ai if anyone's ai he is already ai i think that's going to be the big reveal is that musk isn't actually a human being he's a cyborg um he <laughs> magically grows his hair that he never had 20 years ago have you ever seen the early video of him when he's got a really, really attractive girlfriend that's way out of his league and he's got no hair, he's very, very skinny and he's getting out some sort of Lamborghetti or something like that. Is that a car? I think you're thinking of a Lamborghini or a Lambretta, which is a, like a Vespa. I, don't know if you, I, I can't imagine him on a Lambretta. 
as if I thought I went down the middle there and I got a motorbike mixed up with a with a drink and a car all all in one. Um, oh, Lambrini girls have more fun, don't they? <laughs> they do. They definitely did in. She was definitely with him for the money, but then suddenly he he put on some bit of weight. He started to look a bit better and got some hair. So I don't know if he is a cyborg, but there's definitely some modifications made to this this man. But the aliens are here with us, and how do we know that? Um, how do we know that? We know that because um basically i think it's cbs or one of the one of the trustworthy news channels had a man on called david charles grosh i'm gonna say um i wanted to go with grotch but oh yeah dc grosh yeah yeah, dc dc (laughs) so he came out and says he looks very very uh, trustworthy he doesn't look like a, a cia psyop agent at all he definitely doesn't. Um, they never have beards. Have you noticed that? They always very clean shaven. They always look like immaculate. Um, the ex- he says the existence of complex historical programs involving the coordinated retrieval of study and study of exotic materials, not porn, dating back to early twentieth century, should no longer remain a secret. He says hasn't been a secret for at least the nineteen sixties. Um, but there you go. Apparently, it's all coming out on the news now that we're not alone, and they've got crashed ufos that they're back engineering we knew this for a long time obviously why do they think that people didn't know this stuff well that's the thing the question i would ask is why are you telling me this now now? yeah yeah and that's so military whistleblower says us has recovered dead pilots um from craft of non-human origin i love that dead pilots from non so it could be it could be. So are they they humans in in someone alien vessels? Yeah, or are they got aliens someone else in aliens vessels. That's the point, isn't it? We're not sure. We don't know. Um, and that would and um, this is Luke Radowski's headline, by the way. And that world powers are involved in an arms race. You don't race for your arms. Use your legs to revert. <laughs> I help. suppose the Blade Runner bloke did, didn't he? To straight into jail to reverse engineer crashed UFOs. So this is obviously we've been talking about this for a very long time, the fake alien invasion thing coming. I speak about it with Cheap Plug, Cafe O'Brien and Classify that's out tonight. We talk about one world religion and need for a common enemy, which would be possibly aliens. Little green men, little green men. Why is it always little green men and not little green women? That's a good point, isn't it? Never, never, never a little green woman. Quite fancy. Apart from from Grotbag. Oh, I remember. What was that from? What's Grot Bag from? What was Grot Bag from? Pink Windmill. No, what? <laughs> no. Wasn't that, it? That sounds like a sexual move. No, it was a pink yeah, windmill. She loves, she loves a pink windmill. Um, it, it was no, the pink windmill. No, because it was Grot Bag was the name of the witch. Yeah, and then the Emu show? was in it with yes, Rod, it was e- so it was and it's called the Pink Windmill. Was it? I just thought it was. Which sounds I, like a penis. You're absolutely right, but that's exactly what it was called. Oh, Grot, grot Bags was a. Grotbags was was the show. No, yeah, she was in something called the Pink Windmill. I swear she was in the Pink. Maybe I'm getting this all mixed up in my head. If you're just getting me to search Pink Windmill, (laughs) right? Amazing. No, she was in a show called Blue Waffle. No, she wasn't. That's definitely a sex move. I've done that. Pink Windmills kids. Pink Windmill kids. Yeah. Yeah. Rod Hull, Grotbags, and Emu's Pink Windmill kids. I mean, it sounds like a freaking trip, doesn't it? (laughs) I remember that as a kid, sitting there watching it, going, 
I'm going to definitely be speaking about this with someone called Gareth Ike in 30 years' time. I'm never going to forget this. You just knew, didn't you? I just knew. I knew when I was 12 years old. Quick maths. The former intelligence officer... The former intelligence... He's just thick as shit now. Yeah. <laughs> the former intelligence officer... Did you do a burp? No, <laughs> I was I'm playing with that. Oh, I don't right. know why. There's so much... You know, last week you were in this office, you're like, there's so much stuff lying around. That's later today. It's <laughs> a fucking hammer Because I brought it in for a joke with... um With... Uh, Tommy last week because I was uh, editing. Oh, you was talking about an interview I did with John Hammer. So oh, I was using oh. it as a prop, which I found really funny for about five minutes. The okay. former intelligence officer who claims the US government has recovered multiple UFOs of non human origin has claimed that the dead pilots have been retrieved from wreckages. This is just stuff that we've known for, for course, 60 plus years. David yeah. Charles Grotch, an Air Force veteran and former member of the National. Geospatial Intelligence Agency said the US and other nations are engaged in a top secret arms race to reverse engineer alien technology. Well, they could come around and fix my fucking boiler first. Oh, mate. That sounds like um, uh, another sort of fear porn thing that all of a sudden, you know, we're going to be fighting with aliens soon. Yeah. Um, they've been ramping this up for a long time. Yeah. Which it's... is funny because we were laughing during the Rona going, I can't wait for the fake alien invasion. I'm looking forward to that one because, like, it's going to look great, isn't it? But then now I think, is it, though? Because these sort of powers that be are the same people that brought us that Ukrainian um, army recruitment video. Have you seen that? I haven't. No, go on. That's, this, is, this is a good segue right. as well. well. So because the um, obviously the, um, you know, the Russian-Ukrainian conflict isn't bullshit in any way whatsoever, um, the Ukrainians have put out a video... Um, a recruitment drive to recruit female officers, I think it is, to fly drones, which means you can just kill people without looking them in the eye, which is always a bonus. But you don't fly drones. You don't sit in them. No, but you do like that. Why would you need female officers to do it? I don't know. I guess guess their attitude is we'll send all the lads to the front line. Either that or most of those lads are dead now anyway. Um, But they hired a Bollywood director to make the, the professional video. Honestly... Why wouldn't you? Стійте, зупиніться. Неможливо одночасно танцювати і керувати дроном. Чому ні? Можна робити що завгодно і як завгодно. Головне виконати завдання. Парад. I saw Patrick Henderson share it and I was watching it. I went, "Oh, that's not real that." No, that's not real. And it is. And it's like, oh, they are just trolling now. I think like, I it's saw... honestly so ridiculous. Explain it to the viewer, because we'll we will put a clip in here. Um, but I have just, seen if... just like a little section of it, like 10 seconds I might have seen of just, it just if, weird. It, it's mental. If you've ever seen a Bollywood film, I mean, they're kind of just mad anyway, aren't they? But yeah. I find them quite entertaining. And so there was one like Indian restaurant on the Isle of Wight that my mate used to own, and he'd had Bollywood films on, and I'd just be sat there eating like, can't take my eyes off them. Because no, it's just, like a mad, like, it, it, like was it the end of Slumdog Millionaire? Great film. And then at the very end, there was all the cast broke character and just started dancing on the front, on the top of a train, if I remember rightly. So yeah. What the fuck is this about? It's like when you watch a manga film, you're like, oh, this is bonkers. <laughs> like, you know, it is just crazy, but I find that entertaining. 
Um, and so that's what it is. It is like a Bollywood film, all this dancing around, everyone's dancing in unison, ding a ding a ding a ding a ding a ding a ding but they're but they're all in Ukrainian military garb. That's and it's like Oh mate. What <laughs> is going on? I love the Do the song again? Ding a ding a ding a ding a ding. It's that kind of vibe though, isn't it? Yeah, that's, it is, yeah. There's always that sort of undercurrent of that sound. Yeah. I don't even know what that instrument is. <laughs> Is that um, sitar, is sitar, it? Sitar, yeah. Yeah, that's the kind of thing. And I was watching it, like, and then I just started laughing. <laughs> so it's just mad. how is that supposed to get, wait a minute, females into the Ukrainian army to fly drones? Well, exactly. Exactly. If I'm there, like, I, I can understand the messaging during, like, the First and Second World War, you know, your country needs you, dig for victory, Uncle Sam needs you, you know, that kind of, like, sense of duty and, like, you know, you're needed to protect, you know, the future, fight for freedom, all this kind of stuff, like, whatever. But we just need Bollywood, don't we? Who thought that? Someone sat at the back of the quit, at the back of, like, the beat of gun. Listen, I've got an idea. I was watching channel 384 last night and you'll never guess what I saw. This'll get them. You want the females to drive the drones with their now varnished fingers. Well, this'll get them in. Dinga 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 ding. I don't understand it. What wasn't Zelensky? Didn't he visit Modi though in India on his, um, you know, swag bag world tour recently? So maybe they, that's where he's got the, because he's quite up for dancing, isn't he? He loves it with his pecker out and all that sort of gubbins. He loves it. Pink windmilling. Pink, pink windmilling with grot bag <laughs> and the Ukrainian army. I've seen his grot bag. Ain't nice. Oh, there's another story this week. There's that huge one, isn't there, where the dam got blown up. And obviously they're blaming the Russians. There's no evidence that it was the Russians, but they're blaming the Russians because that's how it is. Um, and someone shared a uh, Washington Post article from December. So, you know, six months ago, mm-hmm. saying they'd had this interview with these commanders of this Ukrainian military group who were saying, you know, these were the things that we considered doing, you know, to try and defeat the Russians. Basically, you know, they're kind of almost acts of self-sabotage or whatever. And one of them was to blow up that exact dam that just got blown up. (laughs) They always tell you, don't they? Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 no. I know we said we were thinking about doing it, but it definitely wasn't us, it was them. We give them the idea. Yeah, and now, obviously, the unelected Vandelay and, you know, Pfizer's best mate, has um has now you know issued these big statements of you know there must be repercussions. So who what does he do then? This guy, Van der Leyen. Van der Leyen's a woman apparently, but oh. you never know, do you? You never know now, do you? So what I does can't, she? I, I can't assume. <laughs> what does she do? Well, she's the head of the EU basically, isn't she? Oh, Without well, ever being elected. Maybe I should know that, but you know. She my... she looks like I tell you what she looks like, the wife of a retired footballer who spends most of her days in the hair salon rather than actually doing anything because, you know, what else is there to do? We've got loads of money. Don't need to go to work. She's got that look. Yeah, she's only there to really spy on him and put um, information back to to uh, Russia or Ukraine, depending on which way you're going, that way or but that she's, way. She's married to some lad from Pfizer, I think, um, who's best mates with Albert Baller. They're all in it together, aren't they? Albert Baller? Baller, having oh, a ball. Albert Baller. Well, thinking of, of, of funny names, Albert Baller... Um, this guy made me laugh. Um, Wiener. Not Scott Wiener. Scott Wiener. 
Have you the got creepiest him? looking fucker in the world? What the fuck is this about? So Scott Senator Scott Weiner from San Francisco, which is figures figures San Francisco. It's what about that in America? Yes, in California. California. It's, it's like woke for. capital yeah. of the world. Oh my god! So this video of this guy coming out, he looks like like, like a proper dweeb, doesn't he? Pink shirt, grey tie. Okay, I've seen you. You can pull that off. But he looks very, very much emaciated. But it's who he's standing next to. It's I don't. It's like a geisha thing. Woman, man. Is it a man? I don't know. I can't see the picture. Oh, have you not seen it? I've not. No, I've seen so much Scott Weiner stuff though over the oh. years. He just creeps that he creeps the hell out of me. Okay, okay. I don't know how to put it in the chat, but there you go. Um, have you have go. you have you put it in the chat? I could try. I'm just not very tech. I am actually very technically minded, but like I have a little moment. Um, Scott Weiner. He's standing next to woman. I would say it's a geisha man, um, just because it's Pride Month. Well, and, it, yeah, hundred percent. It will be there. And yeah, so it'd be a geisha man. I hope they are actually of that heritage, though, because I don't want any cultural appropriation here. This is better not be a white English man dressed as a geisha. I don't know. From the hands, I would say it's definitely a man. Um, but he's just waffling on about how they. It, it looks like something from a comedy scene. So proud of uh, Sister Roma and her work uh, in the community, and I'm proud of California for standing strong uh, in, uh, to support uh, LGBTQ people. But it's a white geisha oh, mask. Oh, <laughs> That's the reaction I was looking for. Um, it's got a white geisha mask and a big frilly purple, what would you call that, boa on the head, um, dressed in, in black, dressed in black. Dressed Labor Day. And what is going on? I don't know. But that's a man with fake boobs standing next to Scott Weiner talking about pride and how how wonderful it is. And that's fair enough, it is. But it's just like, this is normal now. I don't understand. And you watch the video, it gets even, he looks even uncomfortable. He's like, I know that this is going to come back to bite me eventually. Like, even me. And then his <laughs> name's Weiner, which is even funnier. He's like he's like seven stone wet, isn't he? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He's got a suit under that suit. I just why is why is blue hair thing winning an award? <laughs> um, let's have a look. We've got the video here. As our community is under assault uh, in the rest of the country. Sister Roma went on to say it's an incredible honor to have been nominated. She says being recognized not only means a lot to her, but the LGBTQ community at large. Yeah, so basically she's got an award. Um, but it's just the fact that that's normalized now. And not, not the fact that, that a transgender person who dresses up as a guy, a guy kind of thing, gets an award. It's the look of it. Like everybody's yeah. looking at each other going, this What's is going just on? mental. But also, it's like you've got an award for putting a mask, a wig on, and a dress. That's like me getting an award for putting this hoodie on this morning. Like, well done, mate. It gives <laughs> exactly. a shit. Well, yeah. It's not. It's not worthy of an award, is it? Not and I'd so. be embarrassed receiving it. Yeah, there you go. You put your hoodie on. Yeah, I do that every morning. What do you mean? I an award. It's just. It's weird, isn't it? But if you'd put that on, imagine putting that on every morning. On the bus. <sighs> to be fair, though, no one would blink now. No, they oh, wouldn't. Okay. You'd get. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah, so I was saying to him. Yeah, I was saying to Ken down the pub. 
that we yeah. should all um all wear dresses because like like it lets the air up into your crop bags quite easily. Do you know what I found funny? This ties in as well because like in Scotland, uh, Murray County Council are, 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 are pushing you know drag queen story hour obviously and getting pelters for it. Just freaking weird for ages zero to six. A zero or year old doesn't need to be looking at you in your pants, mate, like a dick. Like it's fine. But then when someone says something about it, it's like, oh, so we should get rid of Panto then. It's like, well, as far as I remember Panto as a kid, they weren't pushing gender ideology. It was a bloke dressed as a woman, but everyone know, knew it was a bloke dressed as a woman. That was sort of the joke. Whereas you're having stories about gender and about that kind of stuff being read by someone called Mrs. Lossymouth. And it was a dame, like it was a panto dame. They weren't trying to be women. That You knew that they were a man dressed up as a woman. It was done completely over the top and has no had no undertones of, like, sexualisation of children. No, not it the same. Just, it's not comparable. It's not even comparable, no. No, it's like came, comparing, like, beating, like, it's like comparing Punch and Judy to, like, a male and a woman having a boxing match professionally. I don't know where that come from. But that works in my mind. But I think the pantomime dame and stuff, I mean, that goes back to, to Shakespearean times, doesn't it? When women weren't allowed to act. And so the men, it would be men dressed as women to play the women roles and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's nothing to do with the sexualization of kids like Dame Lossiemouth or Mrs. Lossiemouth or the fuck she's called. Reading stories. You know, she's not reading Wind in the Willows. That's the point. These stories that are being read are questioning gender ideology, all that sort of nonsense. It's like, why, 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 why just leave them alone, the kids, for fuck's sake. But I don't... So people that come out and defend this, why are they so desperate to defend that when that's so obvious? Uh, like, what are they getting out of defending this? Like, what is it in them that are going, oh, my God, I do that? Well, like, they, they, they... A lot of them... I mean, if you look at the audiences at these Drag Queen Story Hours, they are white, middle-class women that take their kids there. I ain't seeing many different races and I'm, I'm not seeing many, you know, um, different religious backgrounds there. It's, it's, and I'm not seeing many dads there either, apart from maybe Scott Weiner. It tends to just be, you know, those kind of lefty lovey heart on the sleeve. Look at me, look how virtuous I am. Look, I'm brilliant and inclusive. Um, you know, never mind the fact that your kids thinking what the fuck is happening. Yes, they're it's completely just, it's, bonkers. It's just bonkers. It's just bonkers. There's a very strong demographic there at those events. And that's what made me laugh about the Twitter account Pride Token, right? I don't know if you saw this. They put out a tweet, right, saying how the Prophet Muhammad would support LGBTQ um, rights and all this kind of stuff. And I, was, and, I, and I just looked at some of the comments, right? I'm not sure he would. And so I was looking at it and I was going, oh, oh, wow. It was it was unbelievable. It was someone had literally just chucked a fucking hand grenade in. Like, it was wearing, what, what was it called? What do they wear? I can't remember what it's called. A hijab. Hijab. But, like, a, but a rainbow hijab and all this sort of stuff. And that I was, was looking amazing. at it going. It looked like a Zoom lolly. I was like, all the best, mate. It was, all I just saw best. that this morning. And then you look at the, what made me laugh even more, it was like arguing over what people that probably didn't exist possibly said one time that there's no factual evidence to it. So they're going, he didn't say that. He said, did then it's inclusive. As, what do you mean? Yeah. You don't even, it likely didn't exist. So you're taking a fictional possible character with elements of mythology mixed in there and saying, this is what he said. 
So you, ha- you have to base your argument on something that's wobbly anyway. Yeah. To say that, oh, he wouldn't have said that. He didn't say that. And then it, it, I saw the comments down there saying something like he was talking about inclusivity and he was talking about accepting people. It possibly didn't even exist. Like, it's, it's just the madness of it all, the tunnels that people go down, arguing amongst each other about things that possibly didn't even exist anyway. Exactly. It's, it's just it, a it, mess. It made me laugh, though, because I did think, oh, mate, that took balls. Like, fair play. You went there. You went there. Yeah. And I, I you know, doth my cap. How did they get away the with it, though? How do they... Well, this, this is the thing, isn't it? Because... People on the on generally on the left, they, they, they tend to do these mental gymnastics. So it's like if a um, Catholic or a Christian um, person came out and said, I don't agree with the LGBTQ infinite letters group because of my religious beliefs, they're a bigoted bastard and they should be cancelled and fired and out of a cannon. But at the same time, you can't question Islam because that's Islamophobic. So when someone from an Islamic background comes in and goes, I don't agree with LGBTQ because I think it's blasphemous, it's X, Y, and Z, like it's against us. But there's some mental gymnastics for the left there because it's like, I want to call you a bigoted bastard, but I can't say that to you. I can say it to him, but I can't say it to you. So they do this kind of weird way to make those both things absolutely fine. And it makes me laugh. It's cognitive dissonance. Yeah, completely, yeah. Just If it doesn't fit, just ignore that. No, just take that, take that out. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. And so when this person went, uh, kicked the hornet's nest with this post, I was like, that's funny. It's, it's just mad, isn't it? I saw a guy trying to kind of like protect Phil, Philip Scrotefield. Um, I forgot the guy's name, but he had a funny name anyway. And he was going on about going, oh, well, I met my partner when I was 17 and he was like 38. And he was much older than me and he didn't groom me. And I was like, he might have done. But you didn't meet each other when you were at school, when you were 12. Yeah, like, he didn't show up at a... your school when yeah. he was in his 40s. Exactly, with a puppet. It was like you've missed a large chunk of the problem out here to fit in your narrative, to push your worldview that that's okay. I mean, I'm not saying that anything illegal did happen. We don't know that. The boy hasn't made any complaints about anything legal happening. But the fact that you've missed out... the the, the real issue is that they met when he was a child at school is the problem that people are having. So you've just taken that chunk out and gone, Nate, that bit don't work. I mean, that's a weird bit. And then I want to talk about here, he didn't groom him because they didn't do anything till he was older. That's not really what we're talking about here. Again, you've done no. this cognitive dissonance dance around it to fit in your own narrative. And they've tried, they've tried to really flip that Schofield thing. Like I saw a, a story and it was like, a photo of him apparently telling his mum on a park bench, his elderly mum, the fact that he'd been fired. Because, um, you know, we always take our mum to park benches to tell her we've lost our job while cameras are filming. That's just generally how you do Something it. Something to tell your mum. Oh, you're not yeah. going to. What happened to the brother last week? I've had a right. Yeah, don't, don't tell me. Weeks. Don't you tell can't me. Tell, could you tell me in private, maybe in the kitchen with the, with the curtains closed and so no one can see? No, we need to go to a park bench, mate. And I will tell you on the park bench and I'll look solemn and you'll look solemn and everyone will feel sorry for us. You know, like... And don't dye your hair because we need to look alike. They really do look alike as well, don't they? But it just, yeah, you can see that this kind of operation make me the victim thing. But it's so poor, isn't it? But that's what narcissists do, isn't it? 
a, a narcissist will will punch you in the face as hard as they can and then cry about the fact that they've broke the knuckle. But it's, it's they're like you're also, not the no, no, and they're also so delusional because their lies are so obvious that they they are so invested in their own brilliance that they think they can lie so blatantly and get away with it. That they think they're capable of doing anything. Their arrogance of just thinking that people are dumb enough to fall for that is 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 funny because it's inverted because you're just looking at them going, "God, you're thick." Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what story whether it will run and run or or, or what. We'll see. See what else replaces it. I guess. We'll go next. I'm just waiting for my dog to start stop chomping on the um washing machine, man. There you go. No, he's not going to. You do next, because I'll just mute my mic. <laughs> Universal basic income, another conspiracy theory turned conspiracy fact. And I get the argument, I do, where people go, well, what's so wrong with that? The fact that there should be a catch net, a minimum amount that people, so that people can't be allowed to starve to death while someone like Jeff Bezos can make 13 billion in a day. Like, I get that. I do understand that. But that's not the point of it. And it's like, you look at it in the sense that where if a product is free, i.e. Facebook, Twitter, um, well, was, you know, and all that kind of stuff, if it's free, you're the product. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's the point. And so obviously they will sell your data and, you know, invade your privacy and all this kind of stuff. And they, they will kind of – that's what UBI is about. The government does not give you anything for free. They couldn't give a shit about any of you. Um, and so the fact that they're offering this as this carrot – to to kind of you know come into play when everyone's fucked which they are now you know they own you at that point because the government then is in a position where the government decides whether you eat or not that's it because it won't it won't just be oh your universal basic income just turn up at the shop and grab it in an envelope it will be digital for a start and you will have to have a digital id to obtain it you will have to um you know you i bet you'll have to be fully fucking jabbed and all this sort of stuff to to receive that and i know that's the case with with children in care like if you if you were to um you know foster a child or adopt a child out of care i know someone that's done this the the kid had to be fully jabbed not against the rona because it was before that but it had to be up to date on its childhood vaccinations so yeah so the state you know you're the parent but only when the state's finished with them and and so that will be the case with UBI. Yeah, you, you can have it. I mean, it won't be enough to live on. It might be enough to, you know, get some potato waffles in your belly. But you can only have it if you do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. That, and, um, that's the slippery slope that people don't, they're not looking, read the small print. Well, it was really, like the way you just put it then, I've not heard that before, is that what you're paying for, nothing's for free. So what is the, what's the cost to you? It's going to be your compliance. Yeah, your freedom. Yeah. So it's compliance tests, like everything. And you say, I never thought about that with the social media is that you're, you're paying with your data so they can, one, see what you're up to, know what you're thinking, but also entrain you into thinking that way and keep you down. They just want to know that you're compartmentalised down that way and know what you're up to. So you're, play, you're, you're basically paying by allowing them to control and um, surveil your life. But with this one, it's the same thing, but also add compliance to it as well. Which is the yeah. big point. It's a compliance score. That's what it is. Of course it is. And it will all tie in to, you know, the, the your medical vaccine passes and all this sort of stuff, which the, the um, European Commission are, are talking today about we will need them for future pandemics. 
You know, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you can see it all. This Chinese social credit system. The whole thing is all just all just all at the same time. Everything's all coming together. Well, you, as you say that, and I've got a clip here as well. But um, meanwhile, in China, people can now pay by just scanning their hands. Have you seen this? It's a clip. It's a system called Palm Pay. Fucking hell. That reads users' palm prints and vein patterns to ID them and confirm the payment. And it's connected to the WeChat account. So basically, and there's a video of here and you, you see the guy go in, or I say it's a guy, who knows, and just basically waves their hand over this little bit of technology and they pay for some, like, well, I think it was like buns, I think. <laughs> And yeah, the, the China buns. are way, way down, way down it. So they just pay by that. I mean, obviously, so you've got a. It's not. It doesn't say anything about chips. They say about they pay by using your palm print. So how that works? I well, don't it would know. be tied into your. Your. You, they will have your your prints on record, and that will tie all into your credit score and your your well, yeah. payment app and all that sort of stuff but then it you go, you go then okay so the government has everyone's palm print and everyone's fingerprint yeah so basically well, it's the so police. if you're well yeah if you're a dissident of the state yeah oh it looks like they found a body with whose fingerprints on the weapon oh yeah. it just opens up everything absolutely everything yeah and the people in china they've been entrained into this so that's already there i mean is that what you want over here because you're Universal credit will be completely, and I'm not talking about compliance. Literally, it'll be, oh, you put that on the internet. You'll be yeah. worried about every fucking thing. And that's you do. the thing. People don't tend to look at the bigger picture. Like there was, I got fucking pelters for this the other day. So Man United played Manchester City in the FA Cup final, and this Man United fan, total knobhead, has got a shirt, and on the back it says "Not Enough '97." Mm -hmm. Now that's in reference to the '97 people that died in the Hillsborough disaster, Liverpool fans, right? So it's fucking despicable, right? And so I just tweeted saying, "Well, so so the lad's been arrested, right?" So I I just was like making the point that whilst in 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 the old days he would have just been called a knobhead, yeah, like what a knobhead that lad is, and you know he might have been lucky to not get a smack in the face, right? But now he's being arrested, and it's like, but. Okay, that's a slippery slope. I got pelters for it, right? And it was a sort of fuck's sake. But I don't think people, were, a couple did, but most won't get my point, which is whilst it is abhorrent and fucked up to mock the deaths of people, some of them children, right? You're getting to a point where offending people, and I understand why people are offended by that. I'm not even a Liverpool fan, I'm offended by it. It's fucking weird. But offending people is then an arrestable offence. Well, where do you draw the line then? Exactly. Because it because it starts it becomes the start of a snowball of of all of a sudden it's not a case of mocking dead people that gets you arrested just stating a biological fact for instance could lead to you being arrested because you can always offend someone yes always as we said you take offence well exactly and so you know people are going to if I'd have seen him I'd have smacked him and you're like well th well then that's the that's the gauntlet he, the, that dickhead's running. In my view, he's running that gauntlet by by putting that on the back of a shirt. And so, you know, good luck to you. Well done, mate. I, I think, you know, had he been, say Man United were playing Liverpool and there were Liverpool supporters around and he'd worn that, I would understand his arrest because I would think they've probably nicked him for his own safety because that fucker's going to end up getting stabbed or something. You know, they, like, you know, yeah. I, I, I could understand the police arresting him then. 
But he's in the Man United end. They're not in Liverpool. They're in London. And they're playing against Manchester City. So whilst it's vile, I can understand. You know, if you want to kick him out of the stadium or say put a fucking jumper on, mate, that's disgusting. Like that, I understand. But to arrest someone, to cart them away and take them away to the police station to be dealt with in whichever way he'll be dealt with. I don't know, there'll be a fine or whatever. It, it just feels like a slightly slippery slope that, that you know, we're, we're, in the end, we're arresting people for words, as dickish as they are. I think and, you, you, you've raised a good point there, is that no matter what people do, realistically, it can be weaponized against you. So he's putting himself out there, and then one, they'll use that sort of thing in any way, shape, or form. So he's an idiot. He's a fucking arsehole. He's obviously done it because he's a prat and uh, luckily he didn't get hit, although that's abhorrent too. too. It's all wrong. But that can get weaponised in any way. So they can take things like that and use it to pass new laws, in any new rules. They can invert anything and take anything and go, oh, well, we need to do that for your own protection. It's always for your own good. It's always for the greater good. So they can take anything like that. So you have to be aware that these people, like a narcissist, don't really need much to work with. No, they, but the thing is they will always take a, a severe example like this mm. and then use that to bring in something that then can be applied to things that aren't as severe or even severe in the slightest, you know, like pointing out a biological fact, for instance. You know, how long then till, you know, adult human female being written on a T-shirt suddenly becomes offensive? for certain groups you know and so where do you where do you draw the line it's just you know for me it was just that was i just was just throwing it out there into socials that that's what i thought when i saw that i thought what a knobhead but i don't understand the arrest i think that that's kind of we're kind of getting into some dangerous territory if we're arresting people for putting stupid twattish things on t-shirts that's that was my way and like i say i got pillars like a couple of people agreed most didn't most people even from our sphere of of you know the way to see the world we're, we're like no it's he deserves to go to jail it's like well because oh, they know. obviously don't see the big picture so in That's any the way thing. so they can say they do but they clearly don't if they can see how that can't that can be weaponized then um they're, they're clearly way behind where they need yeah. to be in understanding how that can be used and and there's the deepness of it as well he may be put there on purpose he may be done into to the um hegelian dialect they put him out there with that shirt on to say to arrest him, to put a new law through. These people work like that. They work for three or four stages ahead. Not saying he was, but you have to be aware that that oh, yeah, they provide they cause the problem to provide the solution to put something else in place. And that's they've well, been doing, doing it now. that for thousands of years. They're doing it now with just stop oil. We said it when at the time when just stop oil were allowed to cause the chaos they did, and they were allowed to do it, and they have been allowed to do it, allowed to cause such chaos. That the public, you just have to look at the comments underneath a Just Stop Oil tweet. Fucking, there's no one in agreement with them apart from the odd Ukraine flag. Everyone's just giving them pelters. People are angry. And at this very same point, the UK government are trying to push through new laws to to um, criminalise protest. And it's like, can you not see how these things are being allowed to happen to create the apathy amongst the public so that people don't stick up for the right of protest? And we were saying this months ago. Yeah. It's so freaking obvious. And I, I, I got similar vibes when I, when I see, twattish as it is, T-shirts um, leading to arrests. Yeah, yeah, no, no, they've all been weaponized. You, can, you have to, there's four or five steps ahead. It's exactly what it is. Um, and that's what people need to, to be sort of working, worried about. 
Um, it goes on, doesn't it? Let's have a look. Space helmet. Here we go. Yep. Pandemic PTSD. Portland woman wears space helmet to protect from COVID in 2023. Have you seen it? No. So, mentally ill woman. It's actually a space helmet as well. Let me show you the space helmet woman because... I mean, this is, I don't know where she got this from because this is actually quite a bit of kit. Um, but she's got, a, she's got a space helmet in the chat. She's got a space helmet on. Um, yeah. She's oh, for God's sake. <laughs> How did she get that? Because it's like oh, a mod modified kind of oh, I don't, motorbike helmet. It's incredible. She's wearing glasses in there, which made me even laugh even more because it's steamed up and then she's got glasses on. She can't see a thing. It's, I mean, it's about, so 2023, she's wearing a space helmet to protect her from COVID. And then she gives him some sort of announcement. Um, bless her. And I've got the video here. Um, see, yeah. they just they just destroyed people's mental health, haven't they? She's lost it. Bless her. Just, heart. I mean, how do you how do you even begin to recover from that? You know, if you're at that level of of insanity, you know, masking in car level of insanity what the fuck i still see that i still see it oh yeah so do i yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i see, see people outdoors just walking yeah yeah i see this well it's become like a tre trendy thing though i see a lot of like 13 14 15 year old kids wearing it also wearing like greboe type stuff that's the term now like looking a bit they wearing it as a as a um like a bit of i suppose trendy I see wear. thieves wearing it. <laughs> I do genuinely. Yeah. yeah. You 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 see, you know, you know you get the normal drug addict types that sort of linger around any city center. They're all masked up now and you know you ain't frightened of shit given the stuff you put in your body sunshine. Well, exactly. Yeah, she's it's so, up there with the... so so you <laughs> can needle in their arm and going. Oh. Yeah. It's so you can get a four pack of Stella and not be picked up on the CCTV. I'm yeah, not exactly. Yeah. That's a good point, yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, some of them in. I've seen that in Derby actually. I've seen it in Yarmouth. Yeah, um, it's it's everywhere. They do run around with them on. Um, yeah. But there you go. They, they see even that side will weaponize anything. Bloody humans! Yeah. What are they doing? So she's got space helmet on. That was my next one. Good luck, love. Good luck, all the best, and I hope that you manage to you know get beyond the propaganda that sort of sent you mental. Mm. Sort of sending you mental. This is again from America. America is like you know world record holder for mental isn't it um, bag of mental. boys aged eight are sent home with puberty kit which contained sanitary towels and tampons and all that sort of stuff whilst being taught about gender um ideology and all this sort of bullshit in school boys i mean what do you do like what the fuck it's like it's like law getting what? sent home from school with like razors and shaving foam and and Although, you know, women can use razor jet phone. But you get my point. Some but of you still wouldn't like... want the teacher teaching her how to do that. That's beyond That's beyond the boundaries of what they should be teaching kids. That's gross. Teachers yeah, exactly. Do it's not go weird. that intimate eight years, with kids. Eight years old being sent with puberty kits. Okay. Fuck? So he's a boy. Yeah, boys are sent home with them as well. But and it's as in puberty kit. So, but well, it's, it's called a puberty kit, so it's basically, you know, sanitary towel or tampon or whatever. Things that they're it's... never going to use because they don't have periods. Well, that's what I'm saying. Puberty Period. kit. What would a male puberty kit be? 
Jesus. Razor, a Raz magazine and a box yeah, of tissues. Pretty much, I think. But that's the thing, isn't it? It's just this whole nonsense. It's like when people go to hospital now and it's like, you know, what's the gender of the baby? I don't know, have a fucking look. <laughs> I like it when they have balloons. When they have coloured balloons. Gender reveal. Like, you didn't know... Like, like people didn't know, and they have a party. Or do they just keep it in the cupboard for three months while they try and figure out, like, the ins and outs of the party? Did you have a gender reveal? I of course didn't... we didn't. Give a shit. Of course we didn't. I don't it's even a... like... The babies are called Elora and Ophelia. There's a fucking clue. <laughs> of course we didn't have a gender reveal, no. Still don't know now. Um, no. It's, it's... Well, they'll decide, decide when he's 25, won't <laughs> he? It's up to him. He's his own woman man, child. Um... He, I said he there, so already I'm, I'm completely narrow-minded. Uh, of course we didn't, no, because I w- why would I want to have that sort of spotlight on me? Because it's it's gross. It's like narcissistic and it, weird. It is quite and self-indulgent. Yeah, who gives a shit? Odd. No one gives a sh- like. It's a private thing, fam. It's not for. It's not an audience with, is it? <laughs> well, talking of audience with and children. Um, Peter Mandelson, that ghoul of Tony Blair heritage, um, had four meetings with Epstein in the diary, including one to stay at his pad in New York after he'd been jailed for fucking everything he was up to. And it made me think, like, one, like, he's a ghoul anyway, Mandelson, but you think, I remember talking to Maria Farmer probably two years ago now about all the people that were meeting with Epstein or Epstein, you can't, one of them you can't say because apparently it's anti-Semitic, I can't remember which one it is. Is it Stein you can't say? Whatever, fuck it's it. It's probably, but I, yeah, he's a dead with, paedophile, I don't really care. Yeah, well, yeah, kind of, yeah. Whatever, isn't it? How do you say a dead paedophile's name? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> he, he, um, all these famous people that were meeting with him, like Bill Gates, like, you know, Mandelson, like Prince Andrew, they would all admit to meeting him but only admit to meeting him after he was a convicted paedophile, right? You got that the wrong way around. Exactly. And Maria Farmer was saying the point that these people were meeting with him long before he was convicted, but they won't admit to that. Well, that's the wrong way around. (laughs) And so she was asking the question of exactly, you know, what, what was happening in that period before that they would want to disassociate themselves with so much that they would actually then almost incriminate themselves later. Like, it, <laughs> it is a weird question, isn't it? it might, like, yeah. why would you do that? What do you mean? You, so, yeah, we. I only met him after he was convicted. Go on, say that again. Yeah, I only met him after he was convicted. So, yeah, I didn't know what was going on before he was convicted. It was only after he was convicted I thought, I'll go and hang out with him because I knew what he'd done then. I don't so, even know what you're going on about. Let's, it's mad, isn't it? And so, why Andrew, are you wearing that rainbow thingy? I have no idea. Sash. Sash. Yeah. Sash. Um, but yeah, bizarre, isn't it? But yeah, another another one added to the list. I mean, Mandelson's name was on the list anyway, but in terms of having these scheduled meetings, wow. um, it's very very powerful man, um, Epstein, or 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 a or a front man for a more powerful man. Um, was Richard Branson another one who's on the list? Yeah, and he's got an island right near us, isn't he? Yeah, he's got a little island. I remember one of the most interesting things that most people don't talk about, I've not heard one of them talk about this actually, is that Maxwell, Ghislaine Maxwell, had a 
um, I don't know where you get one of these from, um, had a submarine license. Well, she was Mossad, wasn't she? Yeah. Where'd so was get, her where'd dad. You, where'd you get a submarine license from? And it's only just, I think it's one of the Bidens. It's something like that. It's one of the, I might be wrong there, but someone famous' brother has land that's literally just across the pond from there. So I'm thinking submarines, tunnels, underground things going on. We know that the tech, was it the, the cement trucks got on that island pretty quick? Yeah, they really did, didn't they? Didn't yeah. Rudowski and that get to the island pretty quick and they had already had all these cement trucks and shit yep. filling in certain areas See, of it? That just... There's a lot going on in submarines. That's just weird, isn't it? Maybe it's that's what a, Yellow Submarine was about. A twisted a twisted world that, that most people can't really compute, I don't think. Well, no. I, I, don't, it's, I, I struggle with it at times. Like, I would just look at stuff and it's just so like, fucking hell. How'd you get the time? I mean, I could barely kind of edit WhatsApp and get classified together in the week to fuck around getting a submarine license. It's hard enough well, passing like the, the driving test. Do you know what? Like, I'm looking at the time. One last one for me, which isn't related at all, apart from the fact that she's a demon. Dame Jacinda Ardern. I got the same one. Come. I mean, they always reward each other, don't they? They always reward each other. Dame Jizzy. Jobs for the boys. So what she she's got a um what is it she's actually got though what what's the actual what's it called? It's, um, well, she's got a, a demo, doesn't it? Is that former what it Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern was in two minds, she said, about accepting a damehood as part of this year's King's Birthday Honours. Didn't invite me. Saying her work in the top job was only possible because of the support of others. It's just it's not me. It's not me. That's way of saying basically, if I ever get caught, these fuckers were up. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to distance myself. I'm not. It wasn't just me, basically, yeah. It's so She says, so many of the things I am being recognised for were things that were a collective experience. That's basically a way of saying, going, I wasn't the only one. I was pushed into it. There's these bloodlines behind me here. There's this British royal family over here. I mean, you can give me this little medal, but we all know that we were in this shit together. That's basically yeah. Don't forget, you know, I'm just being humble. You know, I'm just being humble. I'm... I'm still Jenny from the block. Jizzy from the block. So, yeah, yeah I'm going to call her Jizzy from now on. So she says, basically, she wasn't the only one doing it. So many of the things I um, I was recognised for were a collective experience, she said, that all New Zealand's, New Zealand's were part of. You're all in on it. And that I never felt came down to one single individual. It's basically just saying, don't blame me. We Fucking were all hell. at it. We were all at it. We all deserve a Nazi medal. We when you, when you... When you know, like, when you see, sorry, all the people that came out to congratulate her, people like your Ted Rosses and that, you're like, oh, God. You know, it's that whole kind of, um, if you're being congratulated by people like him, it's like, are we the baddies moment. Yeah, yeah, it's like Jimmy Savile coming out going, well, giving you a Jimmy will fix it badge. And you're like, do I have to Do I have to wear it? Like, can I, can I take it off when I get on the bus or something? Because it's just a bit embarrassing. Um... Over the years, she said, of being involved in the honours process, there have been a number of people that I've come across, don't laugh, who have felt the same way, who I've convinced to take recognition. So for me, this is about my family, my colleagues, and all those who supported me to do the incredible rewarding job. That's basically her way of saying, the cult made me do it, you were all in on it, and if you piss me off and take away my fancy medal, we're all going down. 
Yeah, you've gone you've gone around the sun to get to the moon. Just say thanks. Pin it on and fuck off. You know. Do you see actually what, did we talk about this last week about Dylan Mulvaney coming so. out as coming out as a lesbian? We did, didn't we? Yeah, we did. It's, it's still in my mind because it still makes me laugh. This is what he said. Or she said, he said he said it was a, such a surprise for them, considering that I've come out as trans, gay, trans, bisexual, space alien, and now I had to tell them all, sit them all down and say, I think I've got feelings for women. It means you're straight. Yeah, I think you're a straight lad. I think you almost certainly always were, Dylan. But you've played a blinder. Yeah. You played a blinder. You got yourself a few quid. Um, and we just went round on this crazy, amazing journey to get there. Yeah, Bud's light, yeah. Um, it was great. It, <laughs> it was great. It was great to be on it. I enjoyed great to be it on that journey. I felt connected. <laughs> I enjoyed it. The problem is, is when he gets to the point where he goes, "I am come out as gay, lesbian, transgender," then I thought I had some feelings for women. Come out as an alien, and I just had to sit everybody down and go, feeling a bit pedo. Who's, that's where we're getting to, where that's accepted. Who's being sat down as well? Someone's standing up. I don't know. But I'll just be like, how long is this going to take? I'm all right. I'll, I'll stay stood up. I've got stuff to do. I've got coffee. Can I drink? Can I go on? I don't need. I don't need to be sat down to tell me that. Sit down. I've got something to tell you. Not pedo, are you? Unless someone's dead or terminally ill, I'll stand up. Saying that my former gay, lesbian, alien, LGBT self is now dead. Welcome to my new straight self. You've literally. How about you go fuck yourself? You can't. Um, you can't dead name Dylan either, can you? Because he's just never changed the name. It's just Dylan. No. You know, a lot of them they'll be like become like Divinda, and it's like if you say Dylan, you've dead named them. Is that what it's called? Dead naming, yeah. Apparently. Oh my god. Didn't so if you say if you say Bruce Jenner, that's dead naming. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, is it? Oh, dead naming. Oh, amazing. Well, you learned something new today. Dead naming, guys. Um, if they need their CBD, where are they going to get that from in case they want to change their gender, sex, or what planet they're from, or possibly what sexual orientation they're from, or their hair, or cut off bits, or have a sex kit take home thing? Maybe they're just confused. Where can they get their CBD from? SupremeCBD.uk, Richard Willett. And what do they need to do when they get there, though? Well, they just pick what they want um, and not what other people want. Just get what you want. Um, and then at the checkout, it will tell you, you know, what you need to do. And it will say, you know, have you got a, a product code or, or a coupon code? And you'll be able to say, freaking hell, I have. And that code is the letters W-T-A-F. And what does it get you? 40% off everything. Pretty big discount, isn't it? It is. It's almost half. Guys, we'll see you in a week's time. Remember to stay sane. Wash your hands and, uh, and love each other. Absolutely love, man.